0: You want to go again? No. <laughs> Start over. No. You want to hear my lemonade's always better if it's with freshly squeezed lemon. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bug and Rug Podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual,
1: my name is Whitney.
0: And I got halfway through that and realized we haven't recorded in two weeks and everything left my brain. I thought we were turning into a musical. <laughs> well, that's again. My name is
1: Caitlin. My name is Whitney. That can't be. They both can't be
0: my name. I lost it. I don't know. We never had it. I don't. I don't know if we ever had it. No, we definitely. Didn't. We had to take a week off because the Smithsonian really made me angry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just ignore that week off. Anyway, never, we're bringing you a week off. What well, week off? What week off? We're bringing you a story, a new story, a brand new story that no one's ever heard before. Well, <laughs> that, that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully, by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug. In a rug, but only time will tell. It is a musical. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I tried to flip it. But mm. flip it in a purse. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot how to podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. So we're subsidizing with more music?
0: Subsidizing? all <laughs> <laughs> right. We're. Listen, don't you do that with like your whole ones <laughs> or something?
1: <laughs> We're um... <laughs> improvising? No. Substituting? No. Like making up for it.
0: Why didn't you just say making up for it? <laughs> There's a word I wanted. <laughs> anyway, I feel like you're stalling. No.
1: Absolutely. I'm? I would never.
0: Stalling? Me? Me?
1: <laughs> In this economy? Oh,
0: no, ma'am. <laughs> So anyway,
1: I hope this story won't keep you up at night,
0: as it has kept me up at night a oh. little bit. Uh-oh. Woke me up from my nap today, let me tell you. <laughs> was that because of the story, or was that because you realized you hadn't finished it?
1: Why would you... That's not important at all.
0: <laughs> Sour cream!
1: Sour cream. Uh, no, I, um... I just want to say that my story today was inspired by a TikTok I saw, as so many of our stories have been lately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But it basically gave me this horrible flashback to a horror movie that we watched
0: (laughs) when we were younger. Not stay
1: alive. Not stay alive. We've covered that. (laughs) The
0: call's coming from inside the house. No. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me keep guessing. Am I close? No. Is it the one where- It is inside the house. Is it the the one where the guy chains the guy up to two big trucks? No. And pulls him apart? No, that's the Hitcher.
1: No, the Hitcher is the one that blew up and killed all those people.
0: That's the Hindenburg. No, no, no. Hindenburg is the cheese. No. Wait, Um, wait. It is about a house?
1: Yes. It has to do with things inside the house. It has to do with things inside the conjuring. Close. Er. El. Very close. The poltergeist? Why would you go... From the conjuring to guys. Insidious? I don't know. Where are you going? <laughs> What's Go back con- to the conjuring?
0: <laughs> What's the conjuring part two? The conjurer. Right.
1: You're done you had way too many guesses. So no. Um <laughs> A haunting in Connecticut.
0: <laughs> I would have never got there. I know you would have. <laughs> you know what? Can I be honest with you? I in my mind, now that you've said it, I was definitely picturing the haunting of Connecticut, but I said the Conjuring because there's people in the walls in the haunting in Connecticut. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was. Which thinking is what of. I was trying to get you to. I was going to say I, in my mind, I was <laughs> fiz- I was seeing uh, the haunting of Con- the haunting in Connecticut. Yeah, in. The the whole state? Well, no, but in part of that state.
1: Uh, yeah, no. Whenever I I was gonna say inside the house, particularly inside the walls, but you just kept guessing, (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't like get in there. It's more fun this way. Uh, So anyway, now that we know what horrifying movie we're talking about, uh, let me. For those of you who haven't seen it, let me explain. No, it's 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 too much. much? (laughs)
0: Let Let me me sum up.
1: So this was a 2009 horror slash, slash thriller movie called The Haunting in Connec-
0: Connecticut. Maybe I should start over. Hold on, I got to get this out of my system. What's what's his name? So-and-so's going to marry Princess Humberdick in a little less a half an hour. <laughs> Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up.
1: Princess Buttercup is Mary Humberdick in little a little less half an hour. hour. <laughs> what are our assets? My sword his brains steal your brains impossible if only we had a wheelbarrow where did we put that wheelbarrow
0: (laughs) no no I was like we don't have a wheelbarrow if only I had a cloak oh you mean like this (laughs) why
1: didn't you list that among our assets okay
0: Anyway, anyway Um. the haunting of hill house no
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're never gonna get through it I said this story should be particularly (laughs) short. And here we are. Here
0: we are. Still
1: in the intro.
0: Okay. (laughs) The Haunting in Connecticut. Yes. Is a thriller horror movie. Yeah.
1: So basically, I had a summary written and then I scrapped that and summarized even more. Sure. For those of you who don't know, and uh, there's going to be spoilers, and for those of you Who remember more detail, don't at me. I tried to make it concise.
0: So it is a little less than half an hour. (laughs) A little less than half an hour.
1: A family moves into a new home because the main character slash oldest son in the family named Matt is getting cancer treatment at a local hospital. So they move to be closer to the hospital. Yep. They discover that the basement of this house used to be a mortuary, and the boy starts having visions of the mortician and his apprentice named Jonah. Right, and he has
0: to live, and they move him into the basement, right? He
1: picks that as his bedroom. Why? It has its own bathroom, I think, and then he has the privacy, because he's really sick. He's having, like,
0: chemo treatment.
1: Then he has to do stairs. Then he has to do stairs. I don't understand that. So as they dig deeper into the home's history, they discover the mortician was using seances and rituals to tie dark spirits to the house. He would carve cryptic writings into the skin of the deceased individuals. Dinah, is this bothering you? That's
0: one of them right there.
1: (laughs) There's one now in the form of a black cat. Um, And he would use his apprentice as a medium during seances because he had like a gift to... Context experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, the main character's visions, get progressively more intense as he learns more about the Holmes' dark past. And at one point, he wakes up covered in carving writing himself. Yeah. And has to go to the hospital. Even there, he's not away from the Holmes' reach. And has another vision of the final seance where everyone was killed except for Jonah, the apprentice. Jonah had basically... been a part of the seance, there was a flash of bright light, everyone was on the ground, Mm -hmm. and his, the mortician said, run Jonah, they're gonna come after you. Right. The spirits are angry.
0: The spirits are angry. Yeah. I kind of forget how the movie goes.
1: So, basically, the mortician was cutting off their eyelids, so that they thought it was so that they couldn't see, but it
0: was so they could be unseen, so, like, invisible spirits. Yeah, but that's, like, a thing, right? You close everybody's eyes, and then you put Sometimes you put stuff over them. Yeah. So it's like a little thing. Like if you cut them off, I feel like that's the opposite of putting them to rest.
1: Right. Yeah. He was trying to keep them in the house so that they could be more powerful and conduct more seances. And people, I think, were paying money. And then it got too much. And then it basically. They were contacting demonic spirits instead of the spirits of the deceased. Yeah. And that's who attacked them and killed them. Mm -hmm. And then. Jonah. He told Jonah to run. Jonah couldn't get out of the house, so he went to a the dumbwaiter, the little tiny elevator thing, and went like just pushed it. However, it worked, and he ended up in the basement in the crematory, Mm -hmm. and he got trapped in there, and the demonic experience burned him a lot.
0: Right, and I say people in the walls because they found all of the patients' Mm -hmm. bodies. In the walls.
1: Yeah, so Matt when he realizes what actually happened to Jonah, he realizes, oh we took those remains out
0: of the house because
1: we thought those were the
0: problem. But those were the ones keeping the de- demonic spirits at bay. We have to go save all these other people to get the demonic spirits out of here. So he runs back to the house and then he chops with an axe at the walls until the bodies and a box of the eyelids fall out. No, the box of the, the eyelids are Yeah.
1: They found the eyelids with pictures. pictures. Yep, yep. Um, so, anyway, he, like, barricades his family outside because mm. he, like, they think he's going crazy, but he's, like, there's bodies in the walls. Yeah. And so he sets the house on fire while he's still in it.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, he is able to set the spirits free. Sure. From being imprisoned once their bodies are burned. They're yeah. not tied to the house anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made it awfully difficult on emergency rescuers to yeah. get in the house and save him. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but when he is brought out of the house... They are, like, trying to resuscitate him, and he has a vision of Jonah, the apprentice, where every other vision, he'd been burned very badly, and Mm. now he looks
0: healthy Mm, again.
1: And he um, basically decides, instead of going with Jonah, he's going to wake up, and then he's cured of cancer.
0: If only it were that easy, huh? Well...
1: This is supposed to be. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Based on a true story. Okay. So this movie always made me freaked out because it's one of the stories that is supposedly based in reality. Right. Um, I mean. How much of it? I don't know. Um, It's supposed to be based on the real experiences of the Snedeker family. S N E D E K E R. (gasps) No. no, (gasps) Oh, I
0: I got so nervous! (laughs) We have a friend with a similar last name. I was like, oh my god, I never knew it was him. It's his second cousin twice removed. Changed his name after the character. Changed his name.
1: So the family rented the home in Southington, Connecticut in 1986. Mm -hmm. Their accounts of the story are a bit more graphic than the movie portrays. Hold on, really? I didn't think it could get worse. Oh my gosh, okay. But. Both parents reported that they themselves were raped and sodomized by demons while they lived in the home.
0: Okay. <laughs> don't Google what sodomized. Don't Google that.
1: <laughs> don't, really don't. Really
0: don't. Uh, <laughs> That's not a joke. It's not a
1: joke. <laughs> this is for real, real, Not for play, play. So. Um, the family eventually contacted demonologists and ghost hunters Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ooh. So anyone who recognizes that name, it's because Ed and Lorraine Warren are the, those who inspired the movies Annabelle and The Conjuring. And I they're think like the main the characters. Nun. Yeah, they're the main characters. Yeah, in those the movies. nun is
0: like the third. Of, in, it's yeah. part
1: of it. Yeah. Um. So the Warrens proclaimed that the Snedeker house was in fact infested with demons. The family went on to tell their story on talk shows and even a Discovery Channel TV show. And it was uh, put into the 1992 horror novel In a Dark Place, the story of a true haunting by Ray Garton. Okay. Now, when Ray would later talk about his experience writing this book, mm-hmm. he said that Ed and Lorraine told him to work with the family and write the story. They're the ones that hired him. Yeah. And um, when he sat down with them, he said they... We're not on the same page at all. Okay. Nobody could keep their story straight.
0: Oh, the family the members? The family,
1: like, wasn't telling the mm. same story. So he was like, it was really weird. Yeah. And I went back and told Ed, and he said, quote, oh, they're crazy. You've got some of the story. Just use what works and make up the rest. Just make it up and make it scary.
0: Now, this. Yeah, is- and Lorraine Warren used to be famous, and then they've gotten a lot of heat. Because mm, a lot of people say that what they did, all of it was for money.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I think part of it could have been. I mean, they have the museum, I think, where Annabelle mm-hmm. is kept that's yeah. part of the movies. But, I mean, they did a lot of stuff for money. And now mm-hmm. they have a lot of movies. And I'm sure that they get some yeah. money from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Personally, love some of the movies. Sure. They're very scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, including this one. Uh, but you don't know how much of it's true. Right, And, and this is a quote... That Garton said that Ed said. Yeah, so it's a quote from Garton. Yeah. Um, but he also said, um, you know, this movie's coming out is prior to the Conjuring movie. He said it says based on a true story, but quote just about anything that starts with any variation of that phrase is trying a little too hard to convince you of something that probably isn't true. Yeah. So he was basically saying like. Don't believe if that If it has to
0: say it's based on a true story, then like, it's just trying to spook you even more.
1: Right. They're playing it up. Yeah. Was it true? The landlady for the Snedegers said the whole thing is probably ridiculous because why would you continue to be assaulted by demons and not go ahead and break your lease? But in the movie they, they like they're poor. Can't afford it because yeah. they have a house. This yeah. is a house they're renting yeah. just for Matt's treatment yeah and i think it's like matt and billy are the two sons and then there's wendy and another little girl but they're cousins so like they are taking in more kids than are even theirs anyway they're taking care of someone else's kids and then i think like the dad's a truck driver so it was like not a lot of finances so to me keeping the lease i can understand they probably couldn't get out of it yeah anyway so she's the only one that's like Well, no, it's not true because this. I don't know how other people are disputing them, but... Okay. I tell you the story of The Conjuring to tell you this story. (laughs) It's not
0: of The Conjuring.
1: It's not of The Conjuring. No, (laughs) I tell you the story of Haunting in Connecticut to tell you this story.
0: (laughs) So really when you said you were going to sum up, we we weren't. We did it. No, because I stopped reading
1: and started just. Going oh, off. I know.
0: Oh, I know. I could tell. You want to do it again? You were looking more at me than you were at the computer screen, which is fine. Which is fine. Organic, natural flow.
1: <laughs>
0: you want to go again? No. <laughs> Start over. No.
1: You want to hear my? Lemonade's
0: always better if it's with freshly squeezed lemons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we just add a little bit of spice. <laughs> Little bit of sugar, a little bit of ice cubes.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, we talk about the story of the haunting in Connecticut briefly, because yes,
1: because um, I saw a TikTok, b- b- made by at Cot Podcast. It's another podcaster where she talks about the Cantrell Funeral Home in Detroit, Michigan. Wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Are you not following me? I, I, I'm, uh... No, I am. We're taking a road trip. How far away is Connecticut from <laughs> That doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> the point is, they were both funeral homes at one point in time. Yeah. Maybe they're not connected. <laughs> I just liked both stories. I wanted to talk about a good horror movie, and I found this TikTok interesting.
0: Okay. There's no rules. There's one. Rule. There's one rule.
1: So, um, you've clearly never heard of Cantrell Funeral Home. <laughs> 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 that was my next question, but clearly you don't know. If, if any listeners out there, go ahead, call us. At, no, that's not how time works. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So it seems that this funeral home was owned and operated by Raymond Cantrell. C A N T R E L L. And this was Raymond Cantrell Sr. for about 50 years until he passed away in 2016. Afterwards, his son Raymond Cantrell II took over the family business. Now in April of that same year, so it was very early on in junior 2016, very early on in juniors, yes. Okay. It's a little too close for comfort and it's only gonna get worse. Oh no.
0: He discovered something.
1: Well, a tr- no, a tr- I, would, I would say he's blamed
0: for long Oh days. wait, oh no. So
1: in twenty sixteen the state inspector showed up and shut it all down. So they had kinda gotten a couple violations here and there before for like unsanitary conditions. No. But they like completely shut it down in twenty sixteen. In April. Tell, so Tell me why. Senior passed away and then junior was like four months in. Tell me why. Um, so for a few reasons, the state inspector cited deplorable and unsanitary conditions and the Michigan Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs listed the offenses of unsanitary embalming rooms, embalmed bodies kept in unrefrigerated garages, (sighs) two bodies covered in what appeared to be mold, another body coated in an unidentified fluid, an expired license for doing prepaid sales. And they hadn't deposited over $20,000 in prepaid contracts. Why would you not put them...
0: I'm stuck on them nodding, not not putting bodies in the fridge.
1: Yeah, just sit out in the garage. <laughs> two of them molded, and the third one, we don't know what's on it. Okay. Like, people's loved ones yeah. are just let, like, just Yeah, that's horrible. In. Great. It's bad. Yeah. And it gets worse. Mm-hmm. The same month, they suspended the mortuary license of the funeral home owner, Cantrell Jr., and his manager while they conducted an investigation for fraud, deceit, dishonesty, gross negligence, and the practice of mortuary science. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. The building then stood empty for two years until it was purchased by Naveed Saeed, S-Y-E-D. I've heard the name pronounced that way a couple different times times in videos that could be wrong though so i apologize if it's not pronounced correctly he purchased it in 2018 with plans to turn the building into a community center for the people of detroit people in the community were very angry they thought he was making it into a drug rehab center because that's what he was known for doing in the community yeah and he said no 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 i'm turning it into like a wellness center and i'm doing job training like plumbing classes and right. all the job training to try and help
0: people like an actual sure, community sure.
1: so he purchased little... the building
0: okay now if you thought a little nerve-wracking for it to be a morgue and funeral home for 50 years plus
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then being like it's for the community
1: yeah he planned to do a lot of construction mm. but you'd i have mean to. you'd have to plus it's empty for two years yeah so four weeks after Saeed purchased the building, the Michigan Regulatory Center
0: got a letter detailing... Do not tell me there were bodies in the walls. <laughs> there her
1: bodies hidden in the building. No!
0: No! My worst nightmare has come true! Why did I not connect the dots until just then? Why? Why? You laughed at me when I said this is where we were going. You laughed! Well, here's my train of thought. I was like, okay... Saeed maybe it's just the history of the building you know it got a bad rap Saeed oh no he has got to, he's gotta he's gonna be the bad guy and then when you said four weeks I was like what could he do in four weeks I mean a lot but also like he didn't do it I know that's why I'm like <laughs> so
1: this was an anonymous letter sent to he did not send it who sent it? They don't know. <laughs> there was Staff? A, like, what? There was a just a letter sent to the regulatory center in Michigan that said, Hey, before he starts construction, you shall probably
0: know. <gasps> oh, they hadn't started yet. I thought you meant they were, like, opening the walls no. and their bodies falling out. So, <gasps> they hadn't started yet. This person was like, Hey, by the way, before they start construction, you need to tear down these walls because... <laughs> I have it in great confidence that... Well,
1: they said you just might want
0: to look around. Right. Wink, wink. Wink, Nudge, nudge.
1: So, um, state inspectors donned respirators and took flashlights to enter the building on August 29th of 2018. The power had been cut out.
0: Yeah, because nobody was there for two years. So,
1: they started in the basement where they faced no electrical power and knee-deep trash with the smell of embalming fluid and... Other improperly stored liquids. Yep. Uh, the smell was bad, like, even through the respirators. No doubt. Uh, so they were, starting in the basement, lots of trash, real bad smell. Upstairs they found, now, this is, um, graphic? Yeah. People might want to skip ahead yeah. for the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Just go back to... Um, the lizard man, start from the beginning. Start from the beginning,
0: and we'll meet you back here. And by the time you get back here, we'll hopefully have the next episode out.
1: Yeah, you got a week,
0: yeah, for eighty four episodes. Catch up.
1: <laughs> so they upstairs, they found the body of a stillborn baby in the cremated remains of another child on a desk. they they were like shocked, yeah, but they said, you know what? Okay, this is what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. They looked through the house, the building. Didn't see anything else, so they were like, "Okay, we got it."
0: And the person said, "You better go look again." Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, they got
1: another letter. Wait, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they thought the horror had stopped there until they received a second anonymous letter saying, "Hey, you uh, missed a couple bodies. Oh my god! And this time, I'll give you a clue." Now I haven't seen these letters. Yeah, so I don't know if they've been released anywhere. But, um, basically, it said very specific details on how to find a kind of obscured attic entrance. Okay, sure. So, within the first floor ceiling, they discovered 11 stashed fetuses in an infant-sized casket and a cardboard box, which were hidden in the ceiling by insulation. These remains were so old that they were, in fact, mummified. So I don't know if some of them had been embalmed first, but they were just like Oh my god. Dried out and like mump like yeah. literally mummified is the word that's used right. for for what they were seeing. Yeah. Pretty bad. Since they didn't want to miss any more remains, the investigators brought in cadaver dogs. Yeah. The dogs did not sig- signal for any more bodies, so they thought that that was the end.
0: Because the smell was everywhere, probably. Listen,
1: I know that. Yeah. I know that. You know that. Yeah. The dogs probably knew that. They were probably sitting there like, what well, do you want me to the do? The dogs
0: are probably like, sit, stand, sit, stand, sit, stand, sit, stand. And yeah. the people are like, this isn't working. <laughs> the dogs <laughs> are like, I don't know what to do. Be like, my dude is everywhere. It's everywhere.
1: So, uh... They gave Saeed the okay to start construction <gasps> on his community center. <clears throat> By now it was October, so this was all happening from, like, August to October. August, September, October. It's only three months, but still. Mm-hmm. Saeed so gets to work and begins demolition, demolition in the basement. What does he find?
0: Bodies in the walls.
1: 38 <gasps> jars of cremated remains. 38 jars? Yes. <laughs> Some of which dated clear back to 1996. This is 2018. So his
0: dad was doing it. So the
1: dad was doing it, too. Uh, The state regulatory committee came in, picked them up, and tried to disperse them back to their respective families. During this time, they informed the families um, they had basically been the victims of a crime. Yeah. Because the family had told, the, the Cantrells had told them, until you finish paying us, you do not get your remains. And that is illegal. Yeah. So they were holding their family Mm -hmm. members' remains until payment was received. Wow. So that's at least 38 and then maybe some of the children. Children. Yeah. So, yeah, that's super illegal. Uh, Cantrell Jr. was banned from owning a funeral home for the next decade. That's all. He should
0: be banned for like, he should should be be in in house arrest.
1: She'd probably be in jail or in
0: jail, yeah. Make him live in for that fraud. Basement.
1: Send him to Connecticut. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> give him give him the old Snedeker house, you know. <laughs> um, and the manager was banned from working in a funeral home for the next three years. They were fined only one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Now, the manager, I did see that the manager had said. She was just in charge of funeral services. She Ugh. never went into the mortuary. Oh, so okay. I was like,
0: three like, years. But I guess still, like, you should kind of know what's up.
1: You should know what's happening. But she was like, if it's the same person, her last name was Boone. B-O-O-N-E. Yeah, she might have just
0: been like, I come set up the chairs. The family comes. Yeah. She's like, leave, I, I clean go up. in the back. Yeah.
1: That's not my job. Yeah. So... That's all for that part of that story. Oh, no. Now, I do have another funeral, horrible funeral home story. Oh, no. That I'd like to share some of.
0: That I'd like to share.
1: Well, I don't, uh, it's very I wouldn't sad. like to
0: share it, but I'm going to.
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, I also saw this um, on the TikTok of the At Caught podcast. Yeah. She also mentioned this because she was just like talking about terrible funeral homes. um. I'm going to listen to her stuff. She seems like she does a good job researching things. But she talked about 25-year-old Julie Mott, who passed away in 2015 due to health complications from cystic fibrosis. Her memorial service was held at Mission Park's Funeral Home in San Antonio, Texas, and then um, her family planned to have her body cremated. Okay. So after the memorial service was over, the funeral workers wheeled her casket into the hallway... Okay. And then, like, everyone leaves. And then, like, the next day they do cremations. Okay. So they just, like, leave Yeah. Them in the hallway. Sure. Um, except when employees showed up for work the next morning, the casket was there, and the body was missing. Oh, no. No alarms went off, and there were no signs of forced entry. Nothing. So it's an
0: inside job.
1: The police believe that the body was stolen probably somewhere between 1.30 p.m. when the funeral service ended and 4.30 p.m. when the actual funeral home closed, because they wouldn't have had the alarm set. How do you just carry out a body, though? That's a great question. It's, that's a great question. And everybody's asking the same question. Wait, did they ever
0: find her body? No.
1: They've never Wait, really? Her
0: body. Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. They've never found her.
0: Think so <laughs> okay really they never found they they I mean because the suspicions are family members who are there right and then staff right
1: so the primary suspect was uh, at, at first was Bill Wilburn who was her ex-boyfriend okay some sources say boyfriend most say ex-boyfriend
0: they were in an
1: entanglement well. Her health complications, she moved home to live with her parents because they were taking care of her Mm -hmm. and they had kind of decided not to be together anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of people said he was a little bit obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He says he was a little bit obsessed Mm -hmm. with
0: her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So he was a primary suspect, but he was cleared by police. Uh, he was later arrested and charged with criminal trespass after video surveillance showed him repeatedly showing up at the funeral home to harass people involved in the case in an attempt to gain information. He spent two days in jail for this. Um, I also... Well,
0: that kind of makes me think he didn't do it, because now he wants to find her body.
1: Yeah, he's, like, awfully interested in finding her body, unless... Oh, unless he
0: was, like, one of those people that goes back to the scene of the crime. right? Yeah,
1: but... Like, how would he, how would someone carry out her body in front of everybody? Yeah, where, where, how? I don't know. So, uh, Bill has also apparently inserted himself into more than one online forum thread talking about Julie. Where he insists that she was still in love with him and that he was obsessed with her and that he won't rest until they find her.
0: Okay.
1: Um, one of these threads I found where people said, like, he claims that he's the boyfriend. And they said he goes on for 118 pages. <laughs> and some people said, yeah, I, like, saved the whole rant to my, like, and so I'm, like, reading it page by page in case it gets deleted. Yeah. I didn't find 118 pages, but I did find where he commented and said, um, like, yes, I'm her ex-boyfriend. Yes, I was obsessed with her. I loved her. I still love her. But he said there was a few things about the day of the funeral that I want to mention that really bothered me slash were very effed up. Okay. So he said, number one, her dad didn't say one word to me. Not that that's surprising, but what is surprising is that he would take a trip to Costa Rica weeks after she was found passed out in her room with extremely life-threatening low blood sugar. It's amazing that she survived that episode. Why would he do something like that and think any less of me? Fine, I'm just venting a little. Two, the crying usher. I sat in the pew close to the front right section next to her family. The usher standing to our immediate right was crying during the funeral. He was not related to the family, nor did anyone know him.
0: That can't be true. It's <laughs> <laughs> an usher. Well, I guess sometimes if you don't have enough people, you have staff do it, right? Yeah. So, maybe... I don't know. It was like a stalker that inserted himself? Okay, anyway, Maybe. I'm just going off on sure. a tangent.
1: You and Bill. You and allegedly Bill. <laughs> Rich, and then three was Richard Garcia, the funeral home director, who spoke with Julie's mother, mother immediately after the service before everyone left to discuss the steps in the funeral process to follow, which was weird because that should have been handled way ahead of time and not in front of everyone else.
0: Yeah, unless she asked about it, though.
1: Now, he also talks about the original posting, yeah, It's like talking about what happened, and then it says the blah 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 named Dick Tips. Okay, which like a lot of people thought was a typo. Yeah, but then this guy's like, yeah, and Dick Tips was named that because he's a real dick, and everybody hated him. <laughs> and he's like, this is a real who person. is it? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sure it was important. Who is it wasn't, though? It like
1: worked for the funeral or something? Listen, I don't know. But he was like, yeah, he posted a reward for any information. And it was weird right after I did for the same amount I did.
0: And that's just like him. And I'm, like, I'm shocked that there were no cameras that caught somebody taking her body out.
1: Well, that's the thing. The surveillance camera caught him showing up. To harass people, but were those cameras put in after? Why
0: weren't there cameras before? Yeah. Well, even if you have one on, like, the entrances and exits, like, where would they go?
1: I don't I don't understand how they got her out. Like, I have no idea. No one knows. That's wild. Uh. So her family sued the funeral home and were awarded $8 million in
0: 2018. Wowza. How, I don't know how suing places works. That's a lot of money. Yup. I don't know for, like, I don't know... Funeral expenses. Funeral expenses. Emotional costs. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. But I don't know. Pain and suffering. I don't know what a lawyer is, so. I'm just kidding. Wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, San Antonio police have no new leads, and her body has never been recovered.
0: What's her name again? Julie.
1: Julie Mott. M-O-T-T. So, I've come to the conclusion, as I've discussed with you before, that my funeral will be in the viking
0: style (laughs) we put you in a boat and we set you up to sea and then we shoot a fiery arrow at the boat and catch the boat on fire
1: yes so i expect you to take archery lessons
0: well i saw tiktok where a lady said if you get cremated and then get your ashes placed into an hourglass you can still spend time with your family during family game night
1: (laughs) i've changed my mind (laughs)
0: And I was like, "Oh, really? Now?" Well, they're about—they
1: have a bill in Maine right now that they're considering where they're gonna legalize Viking funerals, but like, it's still on the table. I don't think it's been passed yet. Oh, I'm stupid. I was
0: like, "Where would they get water?" But it's Maine. does it, it, it Maine <laughs> touch
1: the they, ocean? Where would they get water? <laughs> oh no.
0: Yes, I think so.
1: I mean, I know it touches the like, ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, geography something we're not good at
1: my other suggestion is that I dress am dressed like Darth Vader and you make a pyre a funeral pyre and I'll come back as
0: a force ghost I don't think that's how that works that's how it works in the movies he was put on a pyre
1: and burned? Darth Vader's body was because they were on the little ewok land
0: I don't remember that that's okay. I, do. I don't know if he came back as a force ghost anyway. Is, no. I just think it'd be funny. Yeah, wait
1: a minute. Yoda just disappeared and became a force ghost.
0: Yeah, so did what's-his-face. His which one? Luke. <laughs> yeah. I only know Luke and Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name in the movie. What is it? Tell me.
1: I'll give you a hint. It's not Obi-Wan Obi Wan. <laughs>
0: it's the only other one I know. Obi Wan's the one with gray hair. No. These aren't the droids you're looking for.
1: Well, eventually, yes. Okay. When he's old. Um. Cool. Qui Gon There you go. Got Good it. Got. No
0: worries. Got it. Three. But he's Liam Neeson, so why did he need another name? I mean, Samuel Jackson's just named Samuel Jackson. Nope. <laughs> it's Master Windu. <laughs>
1: I had to think about it though. It's, you almost it's got Samuel
0: me. Jackson Windu. I'm not gonna lie. I have you in the first half. <laughs> Anyway, that's terrifying. Now I have a strong distrust of funeral homes. Thank you. I don't think they're all bad. Hopefully not. I can tell
1: you that there's at least
0: 60, 40. <laughs>
1: Three that are, two of them are no longer in operation. <laughs> Good to know. Hey, remember when you laughed at me because you didn't think haunting and connected was connected? Haunting and connect- connected get- to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> haunting in Connecticut to Detroit.
0: That's what happened. Haunting in Connecticut to Detroit. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of our song. My name is Whitney. You had a three. You three-part musical. Ka-
1: My name is Whitney. Your name is Caitlin. Haunting and connect- in Connecticut to Detroit.
0: That's it. That was pretty good, actually. I didn't mind it. It was beautiful. I'm going to be in the remake of
1: My Fair Lady with that song.
0: (laughs) Good luck with that. What are you going to be? I was just going to say, what are you going to be one of those cartoon penguins? But that's Mary Tired.
1: I'm going to be the dead. He doesn't, I almost said he sings, How do you solve a problem like Maria?
0: That's not it. <laughs> problem like Maria. And he sings, Get
1: me to the church on time. time.
0: Anyway, um, thank you for that story. Um, do you think it'll keep you up at night? Will we still be able to sneeze? Sneep as
1: slug as a bug in a rug.
0: Sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. I'm a little. I think I'll be okay. Because once again, we don't live. Near any of these places. However. Sleeping isn't the problem. It's just like funeral homes in general. Now I'm going to be a little bit. I mean I don't love them in general. You're already but, a little off putty. Right right right. I think but now it's going to be even worse. You know what I mean. Picking up what I'm putting down.
1: Yeah. Sniffing what I'm stepping
0: in. I mean
1: it's not like a great time. Yeah. But like. Now I'm also distrustful of the situation. Yeah. Also community centers now.
0: Well, that wasn't his fault though. Woo. Uh, no. <laughs> we did we did learn a lesson though throughout this entire story. Is if you're writing an anonymous letter, make it thorough. Make yeah, it detailed.
1: Don't just be like Don't assume
0: that they're going to figure it out.
1: They'll find the attic where I've hidden things inside the insulation. What?
0: Yeah, keep. I mean, they should have like done a little. What? Bit. Oh, yeah, okay. But somebody writes and is like, "Yeah, there's bodies in still in there," and, and like, you oh. walk around and are like, "I didn't see any."
1: They're like, "Oh, right here on the table." Right. That's to be what that was did. me.
0: What they're talking about? There's. No, come on, come on. Anyway, anyway. Thank you for the story um hopefully everybody at home will still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug let us know if you don't email us after you listen to this at one in the morning we'll keep you company podcast at gmail.com if you want to watch
1: Haning in connecticut with us let us know to get your mind off the control cantrell funeral
0: hole we can do a facebook live and press play at the same time yeah hanny hanny Let us know. DM us. You can reach out to us and let us know what you thought of the story on any of our social media pages. Facebook is just Bug and Rug. Instagram and Twitter are at B-I-A-R podcast. Whitney's resources will be on bugandrug.podbean.com. Whoever on Podbean, ask for a sticker. I will send you one. I promise. I just need your address.
1: Or... Or, or your Ma- first
0: and last name and i'll just send a sticker to everyone with the first that first and last name in the united states if you don't feel like messaging us just like
1: telepathically send us a
0: yeah send us a little yeah ping. i mean you can send us a carrier pigeon
1: absolutely or an owl or an owl <laughs> oh my gosh we need to talk about this the I was gonna say a life-size spider that I caught today. (laughs) It was big, it was huge, it was a wolf spider, it was in my apartment, I thought the cats were playing with the cat toy, then it moved. (laughs) And then it disappeared. And then when I thought I squished it, I walked away to get something bigger to put it in, and then then it, it was gone. It had
0: crawled into the walls.
1: It literally had crawled into the wall. And then the two of the three cats Ellie couldn't be bothered but Dinah and Cooper sat there sniffing the vent until I got it something to scrape it out Mm, they're better than those
0: cadaver dogs that wasn't the dog's fault though
1: that's not the dog's fault they were set up to fail and then I come
0: to this mortuary and snip and tell me if you found a cadaver or not tell
1: me does this smell like bodies (laughs) like what hey does any of this does any of this smell like bodies at all
0: a little bit anyway Whitney's fine don't worry she caught the spider
1: but I what I wanted to say is I put the spider in a bag and I put that bag in another bag and then
0: I smashed it with a hammer (laughs) doesn't she mail it to herself mail (laughs) it to myself myself. I don't know why (laughs) I don't either anyway um I think that's it for now thanks for listening guys signing off I'm Caitlin I'm Whitney bye sleep tight